Welcome to Private Club Radio, your weekly source for industry education, news and discussion. Broadcasting from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, here is your host, Gabriel Aloisi. Well, we got a special guest here on Private Club Radio, a guy that's very close to me. Literally, he sits uh, about five feet from my desk in the uh, in the office. His name is Pat Faraday, and he runs our digital marketing campaigns at the Private Club Agency. Pat, welcome to Private Club Radio, man. Thank you, Gabe. Thanks. Yeah, great to, to finally be on. I know. I don't know why we haven't done this. We should have done this long, long, long time ago. But give us a little background on yourself, Pat. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, obviously you know, but I guess for the listeners, uh, I'm from the UK originally. Uh, I'm a big golfer personally, so I, I played a lot of golf when I was younger, and I got I got to a decent level, and uh, eventually wound up coming to to America on a on a golf scholarship uh, down to to the, to the University of Tampa. Uh, so I played there for my undergrad, got my degree in marketing. Um, I then went back home and kind of got into the golf world with the PGA, um, uh, back in the UK. So my, I guess that was my first, I guess, like business experience in the, um, in the golf industry. I mean, I worked at a golf club, but, but this was kind of a different, different level. So uh, I was working in the tournaments division. So basically I was going around with the, with the pro tours, kind of setting up their tournaments across the UK and. Uh, Western Europe, uh, which was, you know, that was, that was pretty interesting for, for, for a year or so. So you saw uh, some nice golf courses, right? Yeah. We went to a few pretty, some pretty cool places. Some never any huge names, but some guys that are, are on the tour making, you know, a good living out of it now. So nice. it was, yeah, it was good to interact with those guys. Um, and then I guess I decided to, to come and do my MBA. So I came back to, to Tampa. So I did my MBA in, business analytics, uh, which I, I only completed last summer. Uh, and I, during that time I was, I guess I started working part-time kind of on an intern basis at the private club agency with, with you. And then after graduating, it, it turned into, into full-time. So it's now been, I guess it's almost been a year since I've been a full-time, uh, worker there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's it's been great to have you, Pat. And uh, you've been working at with a lot of our clients, you know, do, running their digital marketing campaigns. I know right now clubs are coming on a crisis. Should they start to look at their membership development again? I know clubs put that on hold. Should they start back up again, Pat? Uh, yeah, I mean, the resounding answer is uh, they they definitely should. I mean, they they must do right now. Uh, I mean, if if we look, a lot of clubs have lost members and, it, and if you haven't then you're very fortunate but most clubs have have certainly lost members so you know this is hurting them but I, I guess on the flip side people also haven't been able to play so you know golfers like myself like you uh although you know we can sometimes play at some of the courses here but in some places guys haven't been able to play at all so whether the courses were shut or uh it was just you know the the government regulations saying that they shouldn't be out there playing, but I mean, it's, it's a contagious game. Like people just want to play it. So people are going to be desperate to get back out on the course. So this is, this is a pretty good time to, to reach out to some of those people that are really, you know, their clubs are getting ready to be loaded in the car. So they want to get out there for sure. But on the other side, we're also, we're in May right now. So certainly 
clubs further north, their, their window of opportunities, unfortunately, is a lot shorter than it would be for a, for a typical year. So they definitely want to act as soon as possible to, to really capitalize on on uh, getting getting the people that are trying to play. Yeah, yeah. I think we've got we've got a pretty short r- runway, in my opinion. I think we've got until maybe September, October to really make a big impact here before this thing might flare back up, and unless we get some sort of vaccine, which doesn't really look likely at this stage, anyways. Long shot, anyways. But uh, I think I think you're right. I think you got desperate people out there who are who are dying to play golf, mixed with you know being stuck at home. <laughs> And looking for a way to get out of the house, it's it's actually golf is pretty well positioned, I think, to to capitalize on this. And I, I think it's I think you're right. I think it's it's the perfect time for people to start thinking about developing your membership. You had that double whammy, right? We've we had like you mentioned, we had people that, um, you know, left their clubs just because it was a, a an expense that they didn't want to carry monthly, especially if they lost their job or something. And then you've got, you, you know, you have this short season. So yeah, it's, um, it's been, it's been tough. And, and I think clubs pipelines dried up because a lot of clubs we saw stopped their marketing completely, which, yeah. you know, we, we knew that's a mistake, but we also understood that, you know, in times of uncertainty, people make, you know, rat, kind of rash decisions and, you know, it, it, it was probably the right decision to make, but that becomes a double whammy because now you lost members and you don't have a pipeline, so if you don't get started immediately, you're this you know you're going to be in real tough shape come September October. I think you're right. So, you know that said, what story should clubs be telling right now? Like, what sort of things could clubs be quote unquote promoting about their membership? So, I suppose that the, the stories that are very relevant for right now are you kind of want to, you'd want to talk about uh, how your club is doing, how it. Uh, coped going through the crisis um, whether you were open whether you were shut what you were doing behind closed doors if you were shut or uh, how you were catering for members you know during the crisis uh, what kind of I guess safety measures and precautions and uh, I guess sanitary kind of practices you were uh, carrying out at the club to basically to ensure member safety during this time because certainly safety is probably at the front of everyone's mind, especially if you're considering a club, you certainly feel a lot more uh, comfortable knowing that a club is taking, you know, significant measures. Um, I guess one interesting example, I, I've seen a few clubs that have now on the golf course, they have uh, basically the, the disinfectant spray on every single tee box, which is, mm. I mean, it's nothing crazy, but it's just kind of little things like that. that just I mean, makes people feel more comfortable, right? Yeah. 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 It kind of lets people know that they are thinking about their safety and whether it's a small gesture or if it's something even bigger, it's uh, it, it all goes a long way. Uh, and if you wanted to put some messaging out that's a little bit more forward thinking, you could kind of promote uh, anything that you're planning to do uh, regards to if you are shut, what's going to happen when you are back open, if there's any, uh, I guess, new facility upgrades or improvements this could be a good time to to really kind of emphasize that and get some excitement built around that. Yeah. I, I think too, like you mentioned, you know, pound, pound that message that the club is the safest place to be right now. And the things that you're doing, those safety measures, those protocols that you've put in place to keep your members safe and why, you know, that's why, you know, if you're, if people want to get out of the house, they need a place to go 
they want to feel safe. Your club is the safest place for them. I think that that's a really strong message right now. Um, now, when you're when you're working with clients, on you know, how do you come up with these these ideas, Pat? I mean, you're pulling them out of thin air. <laughs> how do you decide? Uh, how do you decide what what kind of uh, message you're gonna you're gonna put out there for clubs? Well, I guess over I guess the last year or two, we I, I mean, I've certainly I guess I've kind of developed a framework of what I know works and what people respond to and enjoy reading and seeing and i mean for the most part it is actually in kind of in the book that we published so uh the book 16 stories that sell memberships essentially it takes the the story matrix that that i use making a campaign um and basically we kind of go into detail over every story every each of the 16 stories that that really they target a different type of person at a different time in their in their membership journey. So that that's definitely a great resource if you wanted a lot of detail on it. But you know, essentially, it, it does it d- depends really on how hot or how cold the prospect is, kind of what messaging they want and what uh, call to action they're really looking for. Yeah. So break that down for people that don't understand like hot and cold, Pat. Like, what's what is the difference for people? Well, I suppose. To, Put it most simply, a, a hot prospect is someone that is in the market. They're, they're looking for a club. They're, they're very keen to, to find somewhere uh, pretty soon. And a, a cold prospect is a prospect that is not necessarily looking right now or is not necessarily aware of your club. So the difference in messaging for, between that would be that for the cold prospect, you want it to be a bit more informative about the club, the area, uh, you know, what the, what the club does in the communities, kind of things like that. But for the, the hot, the warmer prospect who is, who is definitely in the market, that's where you could maybe, you know, put the messaging out to, to get them to come and visit, whether it's for a, a tour of the club or a, a trial membership or something like that. But yeah, that, that's kind of the, the, the full end of the spectrum on, on the different messaging. Yeah. Yeah. So that book basically was our playbook for, for the clients that we use at our agency. And, and we decided we were just rather than kind of hold it just for ourselves and just for our clients, we decided to release it to the industry. So if you're interested in getting a copy of that, by the way, just email Pat. Pat, uh, let people know your email address in case they want a copy of that book. Yeah, it's just Patrick at privateclubagency.com. Yep. And um, we, if we can, we'll mail you a physical copy, but right now we're all out of the office. So we've been sending digital copies to people. So <laughs> um, what are, what other ways you've seen clubs get creative with their membership marketing right now, Patrick? I, well, I mean, we know this, but I think still the, the big one is, is YouTube and YouTube advertising, even just YouTube channel, having your own clubs channel itself. Um, it's, well, especially at this time as well, people are kind of cooped up indoors. YouTube's getting a lot of traffic. So this is a, a really good time to, to get eyes on any content that you can put out on there. Plus from the advertising side of things, it is, is by far the cheapest platform. Um, you, you're looking at a, a 30 second view that, that is costing you one cent, which is just compared to, you know, traditional uh, cost per click marketing is, is just hugely, hugely cheaper. So um, certainly every club should be looking at kind of building a channel and uh, advertising through there. But YouTube, the advertising platform is also through Google. So you can still get highly targeted and very specific with the people that you would target uh, any YouTube ads to. So 
that well basically that the cheap cost per view is just exponential compared to a traditional uh pay-per-click campaign yeah i compare that to like the golden age of facebook if you were doing facebook marketing five years ago you could get a you know a click for pennies um, which is what youtube effectively is right now uh, these days on Facebook, you're talking what a you know a dollar a click or something. I think you know your your campaigns we average a lot a lot lower than average, but I think on average dollar two dollars per click on Facebook these days. By the way, what you know what are what is our current um, cost per click on our campaigns? The cost per click, well, until I guess I kind of look at it until uh, like the end of February because March was when things started to get a little bit iffy. But sure, uh, our, our cost per click was well significantly under a dollar for uh, pretty much all of our our campaigns but uh cost per lead i suppose is what we use to really measure the performance so that is the cost per acquiring a membership prospect for for one of these clubs so someone filling out their name their email their phone requesting information from the club yep and i mean certainly january and february this year was by far the lowest that I've, i've ever seen it so we had uh, I just I'll take a sample of just four clubs. So we had four clubs with a average with average cost per lead of one dollar forty one cents, three dollars ninety cents, five dollars sixty nine cents, and eight dollars seventy five, which is, I mean, for a membership prospect, it's just incredibly cheap. <laughs> yeah, what's the ROI on that if you get one member to oh, convert? Yeah. Right? <laughs> These weren't locally kind of based as well. Like we're talking complete opposite ends of the country. You've got right. Canada, a Florida, uh, a New York, a, a California. So yeah, it, it's yeah, it's, it's very much national. So right. I'd love for you to. I don't know if you've got access to it, but you got a really nice testimonial from the folks uh, up at Charter Oak Country Club. Do you remember what they said uh, about the campaign you were running? Uh, yeah. So I basically got in touch with them probably a few weeks ago just to kind of check in and stuff. But uh, they, they said that since we started working with them, which I think was in J- July or August of last year. Um, so it's been about six months or so. Uh, but they said they've seen, I believe it was 53 new members come in. Wow. Which is, is generated them over half a million in uh, initiation fees and it's getting them over $35,000 a month in, in monthly dues. Awesome. So it's an incredible return on investment on a, on a $5 lead. So yeah. they said it was the best investment they've made of, of any uh, company, which I thought that was a really nice thing to say about, about what you're doing with them. That just goes to the fact that you've been working hard to get these campaigns optimized. And the other, the other thing we talked about, you know, like why is right now the right time to start doing this again with Facebook, you know, you, I'm sure you're seeing it right now. It's, it's half as expensive as it was to advertise uh, two months ago because there's uh, there's no one quote unquote, uh, you know, marketing on, on Facebook like they used to. So there's definitely, there's already times of year where it gets more expensive and cheaper. So for instance, if you look at the holiday season, uh, it's much more expensive to start, to start some, some sort of campaign during October, November, December. Um, but right now when there's, there's hardly anyone bidding on these platforms, it's, it's less expensive than it's ever been. So there's a really good opportunity um, between a club being the kind of the safe, secure place for people to um, mingle and entertain. And then the fact that you've got this dirt cheap, 
you know, advertising costs. This is this. That's why we really think it's the, it's the right time right now. I know you've got uh, a special offer for our listeners, Pat. What's that, man? Uh, yeah. So we, well, basically, we decided that uh, during this time we would offer clubs uh, basically a free geo-targeting analysis. So essentially, what this is is we would basically plot. Uh, a, a map of where your members uh, home residences are. So what you get from this is you, well, I can guarantee that you will find there'll be some very specific uh, individual clusters. Um, and these can then be, be used for a, a lot of different reasons. So firstly, it's a lot more efficient if you were to do a digital campaign, because you can particularly target those clusters rather than a, a larger radius that may incorporate areas that, are very unlikely to uh, to to provide members. So you'll but, see, like on a map, like certain zip codes or addresses where where you've got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is. It's, it's harder to explain, but once you see it, it's very clear. Like there's always very clear pockets. Um, sometimes in areas you may not expect. I mean, if you have the data just in an Excel sheet, you can kind of, I guess, you can count like the number in a zip code and stuff, but. To, to actually kind of visually see it, it, it definitely kind of changes the way that, that you look at it. Um, and the other good thing about this is that you can then do your uh, your mail campaigns to those particular clusters as well. So it's kind of a surefire way to, to make sure you're hitting uh, areas that are, that are going to be quite interested in, in joining your club. Yeah, and I think coupling that with some sort of direct mail campaign, that's where, that's where marketing membership development really becomes strategic and much more effective when you're not only hitting people on the digital side, but you're also hitting them with a direct mail piece or some sort of VIP invitation to come toward the club, something like that. So I think that, that, um, you know, some sort of plot like that, you know, what does it run? Is it a couple thousand bucks to do that, Pat? I mean, this offer we're giving away completely free. So you just have to get in touch with us and we, we can, we can, Oh my gosh. We got to raise the price on that. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Pat, I I really enjoyed it, man. If people want to get in touch with you and learn more about uh, how you can help, how do they go about doing that? Yeah. Anyone can uh, send me an email at Patrick at private club agency.com. If, uh, if you want a copy of the book or you want to talk about the the geo targeting, just, just send, send an email to me there. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much for joining us, lending us your wisdom, Pat. Have a good rest of the day, man. Thank you. You too, Gabe. Private Club Radio is brought to you by Concert Golf Partners, helping to preserve and enhance private golf and country clubs. Visit ConcertGolfPartners.com to learn more about the recapitalization process.